It's it's a journey that you grow in. We're, we're not naturally um, wired to be generous. Maybe that's why the Bible talks so often about money and wealth and stewardship. And so um, God is is definitely working in and through us, right, and, and has to, to make us generous. But then we have joy in it. Welcome to the Generosity Now podcast, where we bring you inspiring stories of generosity and whole life stewardship. Our goal is to showcase individuals and organizations making a positive impact in our communities and across the globe. I'm your host, Eric Most, president of the National Christian Foundation, Rocky Mountain Region, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Lori Bosser, VP in our office. Lori, how are you doing today? Eric, it's a great day. It's so fun to be able to be here and help introduce NCF um, to all of our listeners. That's right. So that's the topic for today. So who is NCF? What do we do? Why do we do it? And a bit of how we do it is what the conversation is going to be about today. This is one of our early episodes in the Generosity Now podcast. And so we wanted to um, not suppose that you know all about the National Christian Foundation. So we just want to give you a little bit of an overview. And so let's go ahead and jump in, Lori. This is just going to be a you and me conversation today without any outside guests. I love being part of the mission of NCF because I get to walk the road with our givers and their generosity. They're responding to God's calling on them of the generosity that they want to do in their life. And I just get to help them. I get to walk that road, give them opportunities to process it and help them make the choices of how to be generous. You've been at NCF now for five years. What inspires you to be a part? That's uh, so good. You know, the uh, the mission, right, mobilizing resources by inspiring biblical generosity. Um, I distinctly remember uh, about six or seven years ago, um, sitting in my car and listening to a sermon by John Piper um, titled, Let the Nations Be Glad. And in it, he said, uh, there are three types of Christians. They're the radical senders, they're the radical goers, and they're the disobedient. And I um, I thought about that, and that hit me hard. I thought, I, I said, man, you know, Jackie and I and our family, you know, we've been a part of of, of 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 sending um, and, and missionaries and, and the gospel out, but hard to call what we've done as radical. And we've also had a part of 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 going ourselves. We've we've been to I don't know thirty plus countries around the world taking the gospel and in different places. But but again, really hard to call what we've done radical. So out of the three, I probably landed greatest in that disobedient spot, and that really really um, messed with me. Frankly, um, I don't want to be in that camp. And while while we have the joy of of serving some of the most generous, happy people I've ever met. Um, you know, it's very different from the insurance industry that I was in before, right? Like you never met a happy person there. And here we only deal with the most happy, generous folks that I uh, I come across. But um, you know, the ho- it doesn't feel that radical in what we're doing. But my hope is, is that we, alongside other NCF offices and the work that we partner here together, that we are able to help mobilize resources in a truly radical way for the sake of the gospel. And so that's what I love about the mission of NCF. And I do believe that our vision is very radical. Our, yeah. our, our vision at NCF is every person reached and restored through the love of Christ. That is radical. That is a goal that each and every one of us as believers should be having that in all we do, we're doing it through loving. And too often, we Christians aren't always seen that way. And yet, we have the greatest generosity given to us hmm. in the fact that 
Jesus gave his life. God gave his only son Mm. to die for our sins. That is radical. We should be able to share that love and, and show generosity to others through us just being radically loving to them. Absolutely. You know, you, hearing you say that, it makes me think about one of our pastors says often, we should live in such a way that it demands an explanation. And I think um, kind of working to fulfill the vision of NCF, every person reaching restored through the love of Christ. You know, our Rocky Mountain team has a, a slightly modified version. It has that same first part. So we long to see each person reaching restored through the love of Christ. But we also long to see Christians in the Rocky Mountain region embracing the joy of radical generosity, and um, and it, and I think that is something that you just you, you do embrace. You have to. It's it's a journey that you grow in. We're, we're not naturally um, wired to be generous. Maybe that's why the Bible talks so often about money and wealth and stewardship. And so um, God is is definitely working in and through us, right? And and has to to make us generous. But then we have joy in it. You know, I was thinking about a conversation that I that we had with um with with one of our givers, a guy named Clyde Lear, and and he talks in in a, in a video. He talks about you know I know that there's a I know that there's a runner's high right when we run like there's this runner's high that the endorphins are, are like flowing through us and it feels great. He and he's, he he poses the question kind of to himself. He says, "I wonder if there's like a giver's high," and like he looks <laughs> at his wife and they both kind of giggle and they're like, "Yeah, there is, there is, there's a giver's high," and so there's incredible joy in coming alongside God in the mission to see each person reach and restore through the love of Christ. It is so true because as we progress in our faith, we we do see God's faithfulness each and every day. And as we see God's faithfulness in our life, it's really hard to not want to just recognize it's all God. Mm. It's not us. It is all God. God owns all of it. Mm. And I know for myself, I have processed through that when I think about that, God owns it. He created me. He Hmm. created me with my gifts, my talents. He gifted that to me. He's allowed me to have the job opportunities that I've had. He has created all of that, which also has then created the things that I have. They're all his, Hmm. at his hand and his pleasure. And my dream and my desire is that I can glorify him with all of that. I don't truly give back to God. Mm. I just live off of a percentage of what he's provided mm. for me. And that's that honestly was a real shift in my own thoughts mm. of what I had heard from church to what I see in the scriptures. I just have a privilege of living off a percentage of all that God's given me. Mm, mm, that's so good. And, and the, the comment you made just uh, just before that has related to how God has gifted us all that we have, all that we are, um, has given us our experiences, where we work, where he's placed us. It makes me think about uh, some friends, John and uh, John and Ashley Marsh with uh, Marsh Collective, and in, in a video that they've done, um, actually we'll link it in, this, in the show notes just for you because it's so good. It's from um, the Faith & Co. videos, and, it's, um, and they talk about uh, John says, God never wastes time. He's always weaving where you're, where you are to where you're going. And I really love that. You know, the, the God isn't wasting time. And sometimes it, we sit in these peculiar places like, well, why, why, why am I going through this right now, God? But he has a plan and, and he's going to use that, um, for his glory and, and for our joy, right? First Corinthians, um, yep. Yeah, 
uh, no, Romans, Romans chapter uh, eight, where he says that God's working all things together for good for those who are who love God and who are called according to his purposes, right? I believe that to be true. It doesn't feel that way always in the moment, right? But we believe that to be true. And so it's, it's, it's a great call out that you make there. Well, let's let's break down just a little bit about um, you know when somebody says uh, to us like, "What does NCF do?" You know, like help help me understand this, right? And and so, who are you? Um, what do you do? Um, what are the what are the types of things? Um, one thing that I, that I know that we often say is, you know, lots of people have a financial strategy, but they don't have a giving strategy. And so they end up missing opportunities and the joy of greater generosity. And so here at NCF, we long to come alongside families and individuals and help them create and craft that giving strategy. And another thing that I love of the work that we do here at NCF is, is we actually also don't want anything from the folks that we serve. We want things for the people that we serve. And we just exist as a conduit of generosity. And so let's talk a little bit more about that, a little bit about the scope of NCF. Um, so, Lori, tell tell us a little bit more about NCF. What? When did NCF get started? Who are the founders? Uh, I think it's important that folks know who who who, who some of the history of NCF. So, Eric, NCF was started in 1982 by three gentlemen: Larry Burkett, Ron Blue, and Terry Parker. And Terry Parker is a lawyer that um, an attorney that was able to dig into some of the tax code and. Larry Burkett and Ron Blue are both known for all of their financial advising. They have a lot of um, history in this country in the Christian community of really teaching some of those biblical principles um, to churches and to faith-based people. You've been around NCF for five years now, um, and you have a lot of experience in this space. So tell me, tell us a little bit more of some of the scope. Yeah, it, it's it's really a, a humbling um, place that we sit in. Um, I I remember having conversations with Terry Parker early on when I joined, and and just the impact that givers through NCF have had has been humbling to him, and, and I think we all feel the same way. Um, by God's grace, as as of this time, so we're recording in May of of 2023, and at, and at this point, NCF givers in the four, little over 40 year history have granted out over. $16 billion to over 71,000 different nonprofits. It's it's a staggering number to think about. Just last year alone, though, we're seeing an exceptional, incredible increase as well, though. So if we just looked at last year alone, givers gave into NCF $2.4 billion. And the thing that we here at NCF really celebrate, right, because we long to see the mobilization of resources for the sake of the gospel. The, the incredible thing is, is $2.4 billion came in and over $2.2 billion was granted out to over 31,000 different nonprofits doing incredible work throughout the, the U.S. and the world. Those numbers are just staggering. That is just huge. And again, we're a conduit. You know, we are just somebody that helps these givers be able to accomplish the goals that God's given them. You know, you say that uh, um, one of our attorneys, Michael King, was sharing the other day uh, about um, uh, the story of uh, Stacey Abrams, uh, who was a basketball player, and uh, he played with um, the Chicago Bulls uh, team, and he played with uh, his rookie year, he played with uh, Michael Jordan. And uh, many of you who know me know I'm not the, 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 I don't know the most about sports, and so if I miss this up just a little bit, please bear with me, but I do know who Michael Jordan is. And, uh, and, and 
he got the ball several times and he missed uh, Stacy. That is Stacy Abrams missed multiple times uh, throughout the night, but he got fouled at one point. And at the time, uh, so he went to the free throw line and he, he shot the first one and he missed. Um, but he, but he, but he sunk his second one and uh, game continued and um, Jordan had a pretty good night. Uh, he put up over 69 um, points in the game. And one of the interviewers kind of after the game was, was, was interviewing Stacy and said, hey, hey Stacy, you know, you know what, what was it like to play with Jordan on your inaugural night, you know, in the NBA? And, and, and Stacy says, you know, this day, I, I will remember this day forever. Um, I'll tell my kids and my grandkids about it. Uh, it. It will go down in history as the day that, that, that myself and, and Jordan, we put up 70 points in the NBA. What a story. What a story. Because he got to play with one of the greatest. Yeah. He, he got to actually, and... and that's that what we a, get to do. That was the huge part. for. We absolutely get to. We get to walk this road with some of the most amazing people and some of the most generous people in the world. And we're here to help them accomplish their goals. That's right. That's right. So it's probably helpful if we actually share, like, you know, who... What's the you know, typical family look like that we, we serve or like who, who needs help with their charitable giving. And so people ask me that all the time. They say, Hey, you know, like, you know, should I have a giving fund? Should I have a, a charitable checking account with NCF? And, and, and the question is, is, um, uh, you, you may, it, it might simplify your giving. And so generally speaking, I say, um, I tell people if, you know, Hey, if you're giving to five or more organizations, um, instead of tracking down all the different tax receipts from each of those locations, you actually only get one giving, uh, one receipt from NCF and you're able to distribute those out, um, on, on the timeline you advise NCF. And then we, we, we send out grants on your behalf. And, um, and so that, that's, that's something that we're able to do and help families. And so usually, you know, if, if you're doing, you know, less than that, probably not likely that, that we're going to be that much of a help. We can be, especially if you're doing larger giving or you want to be able to give anonymously, there might be a reason to also do that through NCF. Um, you don't want the organizations to know that it's coming from you specifically, but you still want to bless that organization. That's something you're able to do through a giving fund. Um, but outside of that, we also help families. Um, so we, we simplify giving by doing it through a, through a giving fund, but we're also able to maximize giving. And Lori, uh, just super, super high level. Uh, you're a CPA is your background. You kind of geek out on this. Um, you know way more about it than I do even. But so just on a simple basis, like what are a few ways that we at NCF are able to help maximize people's giving? One of the biggest ways that we help maximize giving is a lot of our a lot of Americans actually have more of their wealth in assets versus in cash. But most of us do their our giving out of our cash. So to be able to maximize giving, we actually talk to some of our givers about giving assets or giving pieces of assets. And when you give those assets, if they've been held for longer than a year and they're appreciated. That capital gains tax that would often have to be paid can actually be minimized when you give to a charity. So there's ways that we can maximize and be able to help people do more giving when we look at their balance sheet. And that we have some expertise in that space, and we have the joy of helping people when they're looking at selling a business or when they're looking at selling some real estate, rental properties. These are topics that we love to chat with people about. Uh, how can they then, and sometimes those assets can even provide for some charitable giving for over a number of years. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think the number that I've heard is is that 
almost 90% of our wealth is wrapped up in the things that we we own. And yet the, uh, those of us that are generous, we do our, our giving and our living out of that 10% of cash available. And so as I can then activate more of my portfolio and, and bring that to bear, it actually increases the amount that I'm able to give away and to be even more generous. And so, uh, you know, even just uh, as a family, we, sim- we do a, a, a charitable bunching kind of strategy where we give um, stocks and uh, into our giving fund and, and NCF handles the liquidating of those and, and, and then the funds come in and then we're able to grant that out to, to charities and we just love seeing that impact. And, um, and, there, and there's other types, right? We, you, you teased out a little bit of this, but um, what, are, what are some other like creative gifts that you've seen NCF handle even in your time here at NCF? We've done some charitable gifts in the oil and gas space where people own some of those royalties of oil and gas, some of the rights of oil and gas. I've seen um, rental real estate, as I talked about. I th- I've also seen someone give a percentage of their business. Um, I've seen somebody give a lot more percentage of their business than they expected when they saw all of the benefits that came out and when they when we were able just to talk through the long-term plan of giving. A lot of people will sell their business as an exit plan, and sometimes people will actually fund a charitable gift annuity through some of these assets. So there's lots of different things to explore as you're looking at your charitable giving in your later years of life. One of the craziest ones I think I ever talked about was um, there's a friend of mine that's a vet, and he does some really crazy things, but in, in the animal f- business, he creates some embryos, and that's how they can do things. Those are assets on his balance sheet. So uh, cattle embryos can actually be donated, and those are assets that as long as we can liquidate it, just like grain, just like anything else, automobiles, there's lots of assets that you can give to charity. <laughs> that is definitely a unique one uh, for sure. So the uh, the cow embryo uh, charitable gift uh, to mobilize resources for uh, for organizations doing great things. Love it, love it. Yeah, uh, one thing you said you you, you teased out. You said uh, with folks that were kind of later in life, and that was I think focusing on the charitable gift annuity. This isn't just something that precludes people that are younger. So we we actually serve um, many families that 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 are you know the whole spectrum. So there's a there's a family that uh, I'm thinking of that we were able to help them with their um, they they sold part of their business and in the in the sale of the business they actually were given incentive units to stay on in, in for the next you know multiple years to continue to grow the business and they said hey this was like gravy for us we weren't we weren't looking for this or needing this at all and so they gave a portion of their incentive units into NCF and uh, this was a family that's they're in their they're in their 30s and they're they're thinking about hey how do we how do we steward all that God's entrusted to us and and I think it's been really helpful for this family specifically in many of our most generous families is is and, and we've come alongside them in some of these conversations and it's about setting a financial finish line you know setting a setting a cap on the lifestyle that they're living and so we're not prescriptive in that at all but we help people think through these concepts and, and conversations and 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 we, we're the we're sometimes the only people that are actually asking these questions in their lives because their financial advisors aren't asking, their church members and friends aren't asking about, hey, are you are, are you making too much money, you know? And so by having some of these conversations in that family, they had already had those, those thoughts. And so they said, hey, we don't need this money. We want to be 
good stewards of it. They think about the parable of the talents and being a faithful steward of all that God's entrusted to them. And so they give it away. And that's that's actually produced millions of dollars of charitable impact that they've been able to have, which has been truly, truly awesome. Eric, I just recently came back from the celebration of generosity in Scottsdale, Arizona. And there we talked about some of those same exact topics of the finish line and how much do we have and what do we want to give away for inheritance? Um, we here in the U.S. often talk about our inheritance to our children um, as just dollars. You know, the legacies that we're leaving, we equate with inheritance in dollars. Somebody said at that conference that was so impactful to so many of us is our, our legacy is not what we leave to somebody, but what we leave in somebody. And hmm. truly, truly what we want to leave as family legacy are the values, the core values of who we are as a family and what do we want to, to leave for future generations is so much of it is our heritage as a family, our legacy as a family in that space of values. So much more important than money. Money can often be something that's not positive as we, we send it down to different generations. And we also don't always know if our generations beyond us have those same core values. Mm. So it really was inspiring of legacy is of what we leave in people. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. And that's the type of conversations that we get to have here at the National Christian Foundation, be it the, the stewardship of the assets that God has entrusted to us, be it the stewardship of our our lives, our labor, our influence, our finances and expertise. Is it um, how can we be more effective how, how can we be more impactful in our giving? And so we get to have these conversations all day long with givers, and that's what we're bringing to you here on the Generosity Now podcast. You know, one thing when I was talking about the the size, the scope of NCF, one thing I didn't mention is, is we have over 32 offices across the country. And so wherever you're listening to us, um, you know, there, there's 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 likely a local office fairly close to you. And so for more information, we'd love for you to get on NCF's webpage, ncfgiving.com. Um, and in there, there's a find a team, and, and literally it's going to show you where there's teams all across the country. And so we'd love for you to connect with them. Um, we here at in the NCF Rocky Mountain region, we we love having these conversations here in the Rockies and, and help to spur this on um, to other parts of the country and the world as we think about the stewardship of all that God's entrusted to us. And with that, this is just a, a quick overview of NCF and what we do. If there's something that intrigued you, it's a frustration for you in, in your giving, if you're if you're frustrated by the complexity of your giving, you know, we have some families that give to hundreds of organizations. And when they find that they can simplify giving by doing it through a donor advised fund, it's like a weight has been lifted off of them and it actually puts more joy back into their heart. If that resonates with you, please feel free to reach out to one of our offices. We'd love to have a conversation with you and, and help you out. And, and, and that's a wrap for this show. On, on the Generosity Now podcast, we do seek to inspire, equip, and connect our listeners for generous kingdom impact and whole life stewardship. For more information on us, please check us out online at ncfgiving.com forward slash Rocky Mountains. You can also send us an email to info at generositynow.org. Please go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a five-star review and share with your network. It would mean the world to us. And today I want to leave you with our one of our the Generosity Now's foundational verses. Uh, it comes from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 through 19. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share 
thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. That is our hope for you, that you will truly take on that which is truly life. Lori, thank you. It's been great having this conversation with you. Thanks, Eric.